You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 207. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 207. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. (laughs) I'm ready like you are, baby. (laughs) Giving me dirty looks. Dirty look. I was like, you ready? And he puts his hands up like, uh, Uh, Yeah. Like, fucking let's go. Like, five minutes ago, I was ready. Oh, wow, baby. Well. Well, hello, hello, people. Hello, audience. Welcome to the Joy Joy Junkie Show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Don't start with me. We've been a little bit silly. He's been burping in my face. Oh, I have not. I mean, it it wafted all the way over to me. It's all in setup for the Would You Rather. Oh, Okay, mm-hmm. so it's in service of the art. It's in service of the art. Oh my yeah. god. You you'll see. Jesus. Well, welcome everybody. We've got a cool topic for you guys today that actually involves a really cool freebie for you. So we'll talk about that in a second. But we're going to talk about five specific things that you can do every single day, daily habits that will radically improve your happiness. Ooh, I like it. I think that there's a lot of times where I have personally heard this quite a few times from people that they're super interested in personal development. They love the idea of loving themselves or they like the idea of cultivating confidence, but they kind of don't know where to start. So this is a really great jumping off point. Start with these five things, do a little daily check of them, monitor them, make them a part of your day in and day out life. And then move on to other things. So it's kind of a good hmm. interesting basics that really do make such a huge, huge difference. Right. But I did want to give everybody a little bit of a heads up before we jump in on something that is coming up this month. What is it? I haven't. <laughs> You're so funny. I haven't ironed out all of the details, but I've been talking to you guys about it for a while. I wanted to create a way that I can connect with you guys more. Because we kind of, we sit here in, quote, Joy Junkie Studios. In a studio, specifically designed for podcasting. It's extremely high tech. Yeah. And we just absolutely love connecting with you, but we don't get a chance to very often. Obviously, you can't really connect on iTunes very well. For those of you who come and hang out on Insta, it's awesome to chat with you. But what I decided to do was to create a free Facebook group. It'll be only for audience members. Oh, nice. And it'll be all about podcast stuff. So oh, we'll do Q, Q&A sessions where we can kind of talk about what you got out of the latest podcast episode. We might do a little whiskey and wisdom section. Or we, what you would rather. We might do a would you rather day, you know, but just <laughs> an opportunity for us to kind of congregate and talk about what you got out of the podcast. And if you had specific questions like, yeah, I tried doing this thing and I tried having this conversation with my spouse. Here's what I came up against. Do you have any ideas? Hmm. I'm planning on doing a live Facebook uh, Facebook Live is what they're called in that group, probably 
every other week, maybe once a month with, to answer all of your guys' questions and stuff. So a really great resource. So I'm really excited about it. That's a great resource. Keep in, uh, just stay tuned for it. And that's something that'll come Stay up. Tuned. I'm hoping sometime in June. That's what I'm intending for. All so right. we may or may not be doing a really fun photo shoot. Ooh, we may. And we actually are. I may or may not have made some warm fuzzies and cold pricklies to take a photo shoot with. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good time. Well, why don't we toss the mic over to you? Toss it up. No, don't toss it don't. up. Don't. That doesn't sound like a good idea at all. <laughs> toss what up? It. It? Okay. Would you rather? Two days. Would you rather smell like rotten eggs when you burp or have a green cloud appear when you fart? Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, <laughs> did you say the first one? Did you say... If you burp, you smell like, like, yeah, like all ev of you? everything smells like, yeah. Everyone around you would smell rotten eggs. Okay. Okay. Or everyone around you would see this big green cloud. And are they? Okay. Um... <laughs> it's a simple question, Kyle. It's a simple question, Doctor. Would you eat the moon if it were made of ribs? <laughs> I think, because I pretty much can hold it, whether it's either one of those things. Like, I'm pretty, like, if I was in public, I could, I, I you know what I think? I doubt it. No, I can hold farts. You can't. <laughs> I, I kind of pride myself in that. Like, I've never, okay, this is total TMI. <laughs> I don't even attempt. I, well, I know. I know. <laughs> I know that. Since, I, since fairly, 1997. I'm fairly aware of that one. I, yeah, I think I would do the fart one because if I had like a little burp, like I wouldn't want it to be where everyone was like, ew. Uh, uh, but at yeah. least if you had a green little puff cloud behind you, I could save that. I mean, I'm at, I'm at home most of the time. You know, I could save it for home. And I'm pretty good. Like, <laughs> Save it when only you could view it. Or you. Like, I wouldn't care if you saw it or, like, some of my best friends. Well, I would friends much rather and... just see a green cloud than see... smell rotten eggs. I right? know. Like, that but... sounds like a much better feature. And it might even be this amazing conversation starter where people are like, did you guys just see that green cloud? <laughs> Come out of Amy's ass? And then you're like, I am kind of a unicorn and magical. <laughs> the magic power watch this actually if you inhale it you will get a pot of gold from the leprechaun. <laughs> see i feel like that that one would be way more useful at parties like i could see myself having a few drinks and being like you guys check this check out. this out <laughs> i could see myself doing that without any drinks without any alcohol <laughs> yeah i think i would much rather just see a cloud than smell a burp for sure i definitely would Oh, this is so classy. This is a classy, classy show. Keep oh. it classy, San Diego. Oh, my gosh. Well, on that note, I would love to hear from you. What would you rather? So you can I always... I just told you. Oh, then. Not you. Oh. The podians. <laughs> the podians. The Got pod it. people. If you find me on Instagram under the handle at the Joy Junkie, I always post memes of the latest podcast episode, and it cracks me up to no end to see an image that says, like, five daily habits to make yourself way happier. And then underneath it, it's like 
green fart cloud <laughs> and like <laughs> or that is too I, funny. i'll take the smelly burps you know or whatever and it just it's such an insider little club and it makes me very very happy that is fun so share with us what you'd rather over on insta so maybe we should jump into some content what do you think let's do well, I think I hear something Wait, in the distance. Coming off down the distance, I hear it. Oh. We interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert. Repeat, this is a free shit alert. <laughs> That's what we were, we, we were right. We're always right. Always right. <laughs> I thought I heard that. Our instincts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, people. We've got a free shit alert. So if you go to the show notes page for this particular episode, which is 207, thejoyjunkie.com slash 207, you'll see a big yellow button there where you can get a free PDF that is going to be kind of a cheat sheet that will go along with this particular episode. And you'll want this one in particular because it's designed to be a checklist and it kind of creates a really easy way for I'm going to go through it so you'll understand what I'm talking about, but it's a real easy way for you to either print it out and manually do it every single day and you can make yeah. yourself multiple copies or you can actually do it digitally and you'll be able to just kind of click the box and you can keep record of your badassery that way. A couple of things that I want you to note before we jump into these five things that you can start doing. First of all, creating change in your life is about habit. There's a book by Darren Hardy called The Compound Effect, which I'm going to link to in the show notes so that you can access it if you're interested. But the idea behind a compound effect is that, like, if we take an example of working out, if you do one solitary workout, the effect on your body is not that profound, right? It's just yeah. maybe a little cardiovascular, maybe a little, a little something, a little yeah. something, something but not that radical of a change. Now, if you take that same workout and you multiply that times five days a week, multiply that times one month or three months, you get the compound effect. The more repetition, the more habit you create, the faster your results come. Yeah. Now, with something like that, that's very easy to understand, right? Sure. Okay, duh, of course, you do it more, you get there faster. What we don't realize is that the exact same thing is true for personal development. We think that we can accumulate ideas because a lot of personal development and self-help is conceptual. Oh, I see what you're saying. So we will hoard notions, ideas, and concepts, mm -hmm. but not actually do the workout. Right. Not actually get into action. That is why I really wanted to do this particular episode because I want to give you five things to do every single day. So it's a constant monitoring. You have to think about this. Most of the time, our biggest obstacle is that we are constantly talking to ourselves in our mind, right? So if you have a barrage of negative self-talk happening inside your head, all the time, incessantly, nonstop, 24 hours a day. Yeah. But you listen to a podcast, maybe 30 minutes of that day, and you get a little bit of inspiration or a little bit of like, yay, that's awesome. But then the rest 24 and a half hours of the day, you go back to being inundated with a poor message. It doesn't matter what you're doing. That's you have sure. to create a compound effect with every day, every minute of the day in mm -hmm. order to create radical change if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. 
in essence, we want to put this new, these new behaviors, these new tools, these new patterns on your radar all the time, consistency. When I went to coaching school, they would oftentimes say that coaching is what happens in between the calls. And that is really what I think about with the podcast. I feel like this is and, and also with my students or my clients, we ground and get some really solid, great information in our time together. And that's the jumping off point for them to go into their worlds and actually implement. The same is true for all of you. If you grab a bunch of these ideas and you're like, wow, that sounds really amazing. But then you continue to speak negatively to yourself. You continue to surround yourself with horrible people who are toxic and don't care about your best life. If you continue to employ behaviors that are detrimental to your growth, there's nothing that this work can do for you. You have to be the one who takes the action and implements the things that you're learning. And what what can be challenging a little bit is that it's conceptual. A lot of what I do is thought work in essence. It isn't buy this type of food, lift this type of weight, play this program this many times a day so that you learn Spanish. It's not mm-hmm. as concrete and tactile. You have to do it with your thoughts. Right. That is a much bigger challenge. It is. And that's why for me, I have always approached my work through a very quantifiable means. Can I break it down into baby steps or something that does feel actionable? Versus- yeah, you've done a great job of that. Thank you. Versus just saying like, think positively. And I was like, what What the fuck does that mean? All right, yeah. great. What you're going to see when you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 207 and you get your little checklist, it's going to be called Becoming Badass Checklist. And you'll see that it's broken down into four quadrants. And you can print out multiple copies of this, cut it up so that you have these little squares near you every single day. The idea is that we're going to start creating this compact compound effect by cultivating change in one of these five areas every single day. Mm, How exciting. So I don't want all of my overachiever, perfectionist tendency people out there to feel as though they're only successful if they check off all five goddamn boxes (laughs) every day. You know who you are and I'm, yes, I'm talking to you. This episode is about you. And I, that's totally arbitrary. That's for all the narcissists. But everybody always goes, did you do that episode about me? Like everybody. And I'm like, no, I just know what you struggle with so well. And you're not alone. Sure. A lot of people have these same sorts of obstacles. Absolutely. But on, that's something that you are really good at is speaking to people. Thanks, like, babe. Like on their level. It's really. Well, a little phenomenal. insider secret is that I struggled with all that shit too. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I have the language too. for it. Absolutely. Yeah, you as well. And I also see the same sorts of obstacles over and over and over again, and they are absolutely surmountable, and it's knowing what to do about those things. So let's talk about these five things that you'll see on this checklist. I want you to focus on accomplishing at least one of them a day. Okay. And I do any momentum, any movement, any box you check, any even forward movement that you make towards checking off one of these boxes is progressive. It's a step in the right direction. You do not get to beat yourself up because you didn't check off all five boxes. That's not what we're doing here. We are looking for progression, not perfection. I love it. All right. The first one. Number one. Number one. 
I, today I spoke my truth, even though I was scared. Mm. Now, this is going to be any time that you gave voice to something that you normally would not have. Now, this does not mean that you need to have this giant sit down conversation with your mom or your spouse or anything like that. It could be as simple as somebody at the office brings up a political conversation that you find uncomfortable or that you just don't want to participate in. And instead of just like <laughs> standing there awkwardly not saying something, maybe you are totally terrified, your heart is beating really fast, but you say, you know what, I'm actually going to excuse myself from this conversation. You guys enjoy. No offense, just not my cup of tea. You don't have to take a stance. You don't have to say what you believe in. But it's a matter of taking a stand for something you find uncomfortable. I don't want you to feel like this means that you have to open up this huge, huge conversation. What I, an amazing baby step is to be sure that your silence does not make you a liar. If or a you, culprit. Right. Or keeping silent in order to save somebody's feelings or mm -hmm. not rock the boat when what you're really doing is saying everybody else's wants, opinions, stances, and uh, needs are more important than mine. Yeah. That is the subconscious message. You really need to understand that. The subconscious message to yourself is that you don't matter as much as everybody else. That is what is happening on a cellular level for you. Wow, that's true. We need to change that. Yeah, let's change that. That's right. Let's switch that up. So that is the first one. I spoke my truth even though I was scared. The other thing I want to mention about this is I have clients tell me all the time, oh my God, that's scary. That's so scary about assignments or things that we're doing. Here is the deal. Anytime we grow and develop as a person, it is highly likely that we're going to be scared. Everything that I have done in my life, marrying you, getting degrees, starting my company. You were scared to marry me? I had butterflies and stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I, was, I wasn't like, I was scared sighted. It, I knew it was what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I'm, you're nervous a little bit. For sure. Yeah. I, I think I was a little bit more brazen then than I am now. But I certainly am in the faces of fear all the time. Sure. Even even expanding my business, doing things like speaking events or hiring new people, that is terrifying for me. To develop my team and yeah. continue to delegate stuff scares the shit out of me. And I know when I get that little like heart racing, you know, heart palpitation thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's also exciting. I know I need to do it. I've gotten really terrified when I have paid thousands and thousands of dollars to mentors to help me. Like I'll sit there with my finger over the click button to buy, to buy it. And I'm like, ah, I'm so scared. <laughs> and But I know that it is in service of me. So a lot of times with that specific fear, I'll think, if I am this scared sighted about this, that must mean I'm onto something. I mean, even, you know, I use a lot of times fitness metaphors because so many of us can relate to that. But even if you think about muscles, muscles must become uncomfortable. They must break down. They must be painful in order to grow, in order to become stronger. Right. We do not do 
anything magical and powerful without being scared. It's not that we're going to eradicate fear or wait till it's non-existent. It's that we're going to behave from a place of courage. It's allowing room for the fear, behaving from a place of courage. Speaking your truth, even though I was scared. All right, number two. Today, I either said no to something I really did not want to do or yes to something I really did want to do. Ah, that one's a good one to check off. Yes. Now, this one is kind of on a sliding scale, right? I want you to look at saying no to something that had you not had this little cheat sheet or challenge in front of you, you would have said yes. Out of guilt, obligation, fear, something that doesn't feel good. I don't mean saying saying something like, I said no to working on my taxes today, you know, where it's (laughs) like, well, that's not, you probably have already been procrastinating your taxes. That's not something that changed because you got this cheat sheet. I want you to push yourself and to really look at, oh my gosh, my neighbor was asking me if I could take their dog out and it would really inconvenience me. And I always say yes. And then get really pissed because I'm flustered and have all this shit to do and, but God forbid I let them down. Yeah. These are the situations I'm talking about. I want you to say no, and I want you to do it with the utmost grace and kindness. The way you kind of broach that conversation is to say, oh my gosh, I would love to come through for you. Unfortunately, I have to say no today. Unfortunately, I'm not available. Bonus points if you don't over-explain your shit. You don't need an elaborate story. You do not need to tell them what else you have going on. You can just flat out say, I'm not available. I'm so sorry. I wish I could come through. That's all you have to say. Don't, for the love of God, make up a bullshit story. Right. Because now, not, uh, not only are you saying no inauthentically, but you're becoming a fucking liar. Like yeah. we, we don't need to trade sure. bad hat. Like, okay, let's have a, a quasi good habit littered with a little bit of liar on the side, <laughs> you know, like that's not the point. Just seasoned with a little bit of liar. I'd rather you just say yes. <laughs> you can also say yes to something you really did want to do. And again, this would be something that you normally would not give yourself permission okay. to do. Right. This could be something like, you know what? I am going to give myself permission to skip a workout. I never do that because I am like stringent and that means I'm lazy and whatever. Maybe that's really pushing yourself to say, I'm going to say yes to some leisure today. I'm saying yes to leisure. That's a good one. Or if you are always going, 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 going out of some sort of sense of obligation or I don't know, maybe you feel like what you should be doing, should, 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 you should be working or cleaning out your office or hanging out with the kids so that you could be a quote, perfect parent. Shooting all over yourself. Shooting all over yourself. Maybe what you really need to say yes to is some alone time or a manicure or reading a book by yourself. Something that you wouldn't give yourself the permission to do. Because you're usually locked into obligation. Today, I either said no to something I really didn't want to do or yes to something I really did want to do. And no lying. No lying about that. Number three, 
today I spoke kindly to myself. Hmm. I really think that when people ask me, what is the biggest influencer or key to unlocking confidence or really loving yourself, I say every single time how you speak to yourself. Your internal conversation is constant. It is 24 hours a day. You are never without your own mind, right? There yeah. is That conversation is happening incessantly, subconsciously and consciously all the time. It's like really, really wanting to listen to, I don't know, reggae, but you've got your dial turned to country all the time and you're wondering why you don't have dreads and why you aren't super Rasta, right? <laughs> it's like, well, no shit. You've been playing country all the goddamn time. That's what we have to change is the frequency that you're on. So if you, for a majority of the time, you're tuned in to negative self-talk and then just maybe one or two times during the day, you say nice things to yourself and wonder why there's not change, it's mm -hmm. because you're you're tuned into the wrong signal, the wrong frequency. Tuned in a country. You're tuned in a country, which is clearly a fucking bummer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking kindly to yourself, I want you to baby step this. I want you to start with just saying something that stops any negative spiral. You can say something as simple to yourself as, nope, we're not focusing on that. One of my favorites from Harvecker that I've told plenty of times is cancel, cancel. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I'm not going down that route. You can say anything you want to yourself. It just needs to be better than what you have been saying. Sometimes you need to take a little bit of an inventory I don't even want to overwhelm you with all of that. I want you to just start practicing kindness, just saying kind things to yourself. And you can almost do this from a place of almost like you're stepping outside of yourself and talking to yourself like a cheerleader almost, like Amy. Okay. Amy, you've got this. Amy, stop being mean. I can do that. Amy, you have accomplished a lot of shit. Even even yesterday, I was incredibly overwhelmed. I had a bunch of stuff I was doing. And in my head, I was tallying all the shit that I had not done. And so I stopped and I said, Amy, I want you to focus right now on all the things you did get done. And so I started to go through all the things that I had gotten done that day. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, Amy, you're a rock star. You only have a couple things left. Nice. That's even a much that, better perspective. Even that. For sure. Is a quick shift that you can make with that internal conversation. Today I spoke kindly to myself. Give yourself baby steps here. If you're used to saying something like, gosh, you're such a fat ass or you're so incompetent or you're not good enough or whatever, start with, okay, maybe we don't feel the best today. That's okay. You don't have to start saying, I'm enough. I love who I am. I'm super, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, don't be such a dick. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. Number four, today I was intentional about who I surrounded myself with. This is massive that is pretty big, when it yeah. comes to anything that you want to create in your life. I'm sure you have heard financial people say you are the average of the five. You have the, in the average income of the five people you hang out with the most. 
that is also true for your personal development. You are typically the average of your five closest friends. There's usually some who aren't really into it, maybe one who's super, super evolved. It depends on, you know, who you are or or how involved you are in this self-help community. But this is a great place to start looking at are these are am I surrounded by people who have my best interest? And is there a way in which I can either scale down from some of those relationships or I can start fostering other ones that are actually really, really helpful mm-hmm. and healthy? A lot of times we if we just stop and think about the people in our life, there's typically one or two that are really amazing that we could make way more time for. Yes, absolutely. But you can baby step this one too. So for instance, let's say you work in an office where you 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 oftentimes will sit and have lunch with people who tend to be really negative about your bosses or maybe you oftentimes collude about your your spouses together or about how fat you are or whatever. You know, people love to collude about ailments and their discomforts. Can you start scaling back on that? Can you politely decline and say, you know what? Thank you so much for inviting me, but I'm actually going to do something else for lunch today. I really appreciate it. You don't have to tell them what. Maybe you go off and do your own thing. Maybe you sit with other people. Maybe you meet up with somebody else for lunch. Is there a way that you can start being far more intentional about who gets your energy, who gets your bandwidth? It's incredibly important. Everything that we do in life is energy. Everything is energy. So if you are immersed in a pool of negative energy, it's going to be really fucking hard for you to be positive. That's so true. I learned that in the service industry at a restaurant that I was working. And all of the servers, when I got there, were just really negative, talking bad about, oh, this you know, person wants this, this person wants that. And you know, in, my, in the back of my head, I'm going, but... That's what you're there to do is to bring that right. stuff. So you shouldn't be complaining about bringing things to people. Right. You know? And um, our manager at the time lost the job and a new one came in and he was like immediately onto the culture. Mm. He was like, started like saying nice things about the guests and saying, yeah, but you know, they said it nicely. And you know, he started really changing the culture. And you notice over a few months that people started to get more, there was a lot more better synergy in the group. That's great. After that, it was really nice. Well, I remember when I was a, a trainer, I was a corporate trainer for a cosmetic brand, as many of you guys know, and we used to do an example of this. And what we would do is we would have one person stand on a chair and then we'd have one person stand next to them, but on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then they would say, okay, to the person who was standing on the chair, try to pull that person up to your level. Try to pull them up. And of course, it's like impossible to pick somebody up by like one arm trying to get them up. Then they said to the person down below, try pulling that person off the chair. And they were obviously able to do it like that. Easy, yeah. And the example was a metaphor for how rapidly negativity tends to spread versus positivity. And that if we are all dialed into this kind of negative colluding or 
kind of berating of self or self-deprecating or mean about other people that we're far more likely to acclimate to that than than the Rise opposite above. way. Exactly. Exactly. That is why it's paramount to be sure that you're surrounded by like-minded people as best as you can. Sure. I do know that there's some of you guys who have toxic relationships that you're not quite sure how to exit out of yet. That's okay. I'm looking for some sort of progress. Is there any little baby step you can do to alter who you're surrounded by? That would be a box check for that one. Nice. Number five, today I chose healthy behaviors that made me feel good. Mm. This one is easy That's because easy. you can almost always find things in your daily habits that you're doing that make you feel like shit. I'll give you a great example. Facebook. <laughs> Although I love Facebook and I'm so grateful that we live in a society where we can be so connected to one another, it is oftentimes the trigger of all triggers for people. You are having a great day. You want to decompress when you get home from work. You start scrolling through Facebook or Insta, and all of a sudden, there's this barrage of negative commentary in your head about, oh my gosh, well, you'll never be able to afford a, a, a vacation like your cousin and his family, or you'll never, right? We go through absolutely. all the compare and despair, sure. and all of a sudden, we feel like shit. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I'm not necessarily saying that if you don't choose to work out or if you choose to eat a cookie that all is lost. I'm talking about looking at all of your behaviors as a whole and looking at are there any little movements that I can make that will radically influence my happiness. If you know every time you open social media, you end up in a compare and despair spiral, that's a behavior that you are doing. Another great one is reaching out to people via text who you know you shouldn't be reaching out to, like your ex or you know somebody mm -hmm. that you're messing around with that you know you're just killing time with and you just want to feel good about yourself, but you always after everything is said and done feel like shit about yourself look at the behaviors that make you feel poorly about who you are and take one tiny step to curb them okay one little baby step it could even be deleting a text thread it could be deciding to removing remove facebook off of your phone and maybe you just check it once a day on your computer i'm not talking about oh my god get off of social media altogether you know your behaviors we yep. typically will do things each day that either make us feel good or make us feel poorly. It's up to you to decipher what are those things for you. Gosh, that's so true. And pick something that is very feasible and very doable in any of these categories. Do not do, okay, today I spoke my truth even though I'm scared. Okay, I have to have a tough conversation with every single person today. or And then I've <laughs> got to also say no to something. And then I also have to say, I want you to pick one each day and pick a baby step for that particular box you want to check off. Today I spoke kindly to myself. What's the baby step? Just focus on that today. And maybe you say the same thing over and over again. And then as it becomes habitual, as it becomes the compound effect, start adding additional layers. Start expanding that baby step. So now maybe it's a toddler step. <laughs> maybe it's a pu pu pubescent step. Pubescent step. <laughs> Maybe it's a college try. Yeah, that's right. 
Again, go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 207 so you can get this checklist. And like I mentioned before, print out tons of copies, keep them with you. And I would highly suggest to make it a piece of your day already so that the checklist becomes habitual. What I mean by that is perhaps you have it as a screensaver on your phone. You could do something like that. You could have a stack of them printed out on your nightstand and maybe you you look at them and kind of evaluate each night and look an at idea. what you want to do the next day. Yeah. What's your idea? I think uh, laminating one. Oh, that's great. And like making a keychain out of it. And then you could use white whiteboard markers mm -hmm. and mark them off that way and then wipe them off that's great that's yeah. a great idea oh you're saving paper too for all of my crafty people out there who love <laughs> who actually have lamination stuff at, at home <laughs> right which is me <laughs> it's a little bit gnarly how much craft supplies i have it is actually quite gnarly <laughs> i'm impressed i'm not even mad and you ate the whole <laughs> wheel of cheese how'd you do that <laughs> It's actually, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm kind of impressed. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but decide how you want to implement this. Is it better for you to look at it every morning and decide on one? Do you want to regroup at night? Can you put a stack near your mirror every time you brush your teeth and you do it that way? Look, look for opportunities to make this process a habit as well. I think that's everything I have. Anything else you wanted to add, baby doll? Mm, I think that's it. Cool. And please stay tuned because we will have more free shit for you coming up. More uh, free it, shit alerts. And more free shit alerts in the month of June, which I think is going to be really exciting. I'm excited to connect with everybody that's a little exciting. bit more yeah. intimately. That's you know, it's, it's an interesting beast, the podcast, because everyone feels like they know us, but I'm like, hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I don't know you. <laughs> All right, guys. You. That's right. And we'll maybe we'll do some accents for you. Poorly. Very poorly. <laughs> bad ones. We'll see you around these parts next week, guys. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.